It's match day four. Tomorrow night, we're at Ibrox for the Battle of Britain Part 2. And tonight, we're in the East End. Can Celtic take their chances? As tense as you'll ever get. It's a must-win for the Hoops. Celtic versus RB Leipzig. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of European, international and domestic football. Celtic welcome RB Leipzig in the Champions League, but will Jota make it? And who will replace Callum McGregor? Rangers will change their approach for the visit of Liverpool, according to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. And Scotland's women could seal their way to the World Cup by the end of the night. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me this evening is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. What a huge couple of nights we've got in Glasgow ahead of us. First up, Celtic and Scotland women followed by Rangers against Liverpool tomorrow. You can't get better than football at the top level and we're looking forward to the game tonight. The way this Champions League campaign's went for Celtic, you cannot see it being a boring one tonight. There should be plenty of goals. I just hope it's for Celtic and they can kickstart, really kickstart this Champions League campaign. Great two nights of football coming up, Gordon. Um, certainly is for Celtic and Rangers. Um, you look at uh, Celtic, I said last week, love watching them in Europe because of the attacking style. It's not like the domestic football when the other team just sits in because Celtic have got such a, a terrific squad. Tonight, Leipzig will come. They'll have a go. I think we're in for another cracker. And then a massive game tomorrow night as well for Rangers against Liverpool at Ibrox. All to play for. 0141. 9511025 that is the number you need midweek nights don't get much bigger uh, than these two that we've got coming up Celtic fans are you on your way to Celtic Park let's get a feel for that big match atmosphere always like to feel like we can be part of your night and you're heading to these big games so why not pick up the phone uh, keep us updated tell us where you are where you're heading to watch it how you think the game's going to go who should play is there going to be Jota or not? Who will replace Callum McGregor? Can Celtic get the first win of the group stages? So come on down. If you're on your way to the game, it would be lovely to hear from you on 01419511025. Rangers fans, we will hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. He says your team will change their approach tomorrow. What do you make of that? We'll even hear from Jurgen Klopp, who'll be in Glasgow before the end of the show. And Scotland's women could be off to the World Cup by the end of tonight. So it's 0141-951-1025. Get in touch and speak to Mark Wilson and Gordon DL because we're here until 11 o'clock. Yes. How are we both? You feeling, oh, fr- feeling fit? <laughs> First oh, coffee feeling lively? of the evening. Couple I'll, of coffees, couple of Red oh, Bulls, don't you? I've well, you can't drink Red Bull tonight, can you? Because no. that would be... You know, sort yeah. of favouring the, the visiting team in Co- the Champions League Coffee oh only I've been up since half past five I'm excited about tonight And tomorrow night I think we've got two terrific games Is that the only reason you're up at half five? No, I was at the goal <laughs> 01419511025 Come on Listen, it's going to be a long night for me Stuck with these two until 11 It'll be even longer if you don't keep us company So please uh, get in touch 
And let us know how you're feeling If you're on your way to Celtic Park tonight Love to hear from you And get a flavour of that Build up to the big game What are you thinking? Rangers-Liverpool tomorrow Maybe you're going to Hamden in fact tonight uh, To see if Scotland's women Can seal a place at the World Cup And don't worry It's one of the most confusing Complex, convoluted Qualification processes ever in football But Gordon Deal's going to explain it all yep. to you In the yeah. space of 30 yeah. seconds Before the end of the show Let's go to Celtic Park Get an early uh, feel for what's going on there With Andrew McLean Yeah well it's kind of felt like the same old story For Celtic really In their group games so far They've created chances But they've not been clinical enough And then they've come up against sides Who have played well And managed to find the back of the net as well Ange Postacoglu's talked about The need to find the back of the net More consistently in domestic games too But if they want to finish in that top two Of the Champions League group You really think that has to start tonight There actually is a scenario Where a second place finish Wouldn't be attainable for them anymore After the close of play tonight If they lose here to Leipzig And Shakhtar somehow take points off of Real Madrid, then Celtic's knockout dreams are over. That does seem very unlikely that Shakhtar will take anything off of Real Madrid. However, Celtic could really do with picking up all three points tonight. And Ange Postacoglu has some big decisions to make as well. Will Jota be fit enough? He's been struggling with a muscle fatigue injury. He has been really lively in these Champions League matches as well. So I'm sure a lot of Celtic fans out there will be desperate to see him in the starting lineup and out on the pitch. Will Matt O'Reilly continue in the Callum McGregor role in the absence of the captain, or will Postacoglu will he look to do something different in that midfield than he did from the weekend? And will Stephen Welsh continue alongside Cameron Carter Vickers or with Moritz Jens back? Could he be drafted in to partner the man who will be wearing the captain's armband tonight in the absence of Callum McGregor? Plenty to debate before the teams come in and I'll give you them as soon as I get them. Looking forward to that. Until then it's really over to you. How do you think the team will line up tonight? Because Sometimes This season Celtic fans There's not much of a debate Everyone Knows roughly And there's one or two positions But it feels like There are a few more questions Than answers right now Because who will replace Callum McGregor Will it be a like for like Or will there be more of a reshuffle How concerned are you About Jota's potential injury And again If he misses out Who takes his place Get all the questions in 01419511025 Anthony's first up He's a Celtic fan uh, from Lanark How do you feel Anthony How are the, the pre-match nerves I think going into the game last year, There's always going to be nerves As a Celtic fan But for me I think with the, the home fans Behind us Pushing the team on We've certainly got a better chance Tonight That has to be the way it is Mark We've been you know Over this Many times About what Celtic Park Is capable of uh, On a European night What we also know From previous seasons Is that it doesn't guarantee you anything The team needs to give the crowd something to get excited about And the crowd needs to stick with the team when they're in the ascendancy So yeah. it's a, it kind of goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Well, it certainly does I mean, every European night the, the atmosphere is incredible at Celtic Park But I don't think the performances have matched the atmosphere, if I'm honest You have to go back In the Champions League, this is Nine years against Ajax was the last home win and that's that's too long now. I know there's gaps in, in the Champions League campaign there, but even in Europa League, we've seen some teams that we're not quite familiar with coming to Celtic Park and not just snatching a victory, kind of easing to victory. And in big nights like tonight, the atmosphere will always be there, but the players have to respond to it. And I think like, against Real Madrid, they did respond yeah. to it. They certainly did, and they were undone against a, a clinical team at an important time of the game. Tonight, they need to start the same. They need to have the same belief, but they need to take the mm. chances and then, of course, the atmosphere just follows on. Real Madrid's not a bad 
blueprint for it, Gordon. Like, mm. Yes, we know Real Madrid won, but if you if you remember back to the way Celtic started, the way the team performed, and how the crowd helped that, and how the crowd responded, and all the chances that were created, if you can do that again, but with the obvious exception of actually sticking the chances away, then. It's not a bad platform to build on. Yeah, the, the one thing the players will know coming out of that tunnel, the crowd will certainly play their part, Gordon. Uh, it's up to the players then when the, the whistle goes to go and, and put their effort and, you know, hopefully they can get a result tonight. I think it'll be a very attack-minded game. Uh, it'll be interesting team lineups for me. Um, once the game starts then, obviously, for me tonight, looking at Celtic, the way they play in Europe, they'll have to defend mm. well. Because they'll give up chances. Let's be honest, they go, you know, on the front foot. They go forward with pace. They've got great attacking options. Yes, McGregor, big miss tonight. But defensively, they'll need to get it sound tonight if they're going to get three points. Anthony, how much would the absence of Jota worry you if he doesn't make it? And then what's the solution if he doesn't? Well, there's obviously a big concern. He's been a huge player for us so far. But I think if you can push my head out to the wide... Certainly get the pace to struggle most defences. But I'd just like to say I agree with Gordon there. I think the back line tonight for me is key. I think uh, Carter Vickers has got to play for me and that'll kind of solidify that back line. Hopefully give Joe Hart a wee bit of an easier night. Uh, I'm not saying there's any easy nights in Europe, however, but give Joe Hart a boost as well. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, as I say, we certainly play open attacking football. We just need to convert a lot of these chances we've been having. So hopefully tonight's night with that team back home stadium behind us. Yeah, Mark, on one hand, positives. Cameron Carter-Vickers returns from from last week, I mean. Uh, Leela Bada as well missed Mm. the game due to religious reasons. However, Callum McGregor, as we well know, is out injured and Jota might be also. Um, How big a blow is that and how do you plug those gaps? Jota's obviously certainly a blow if he if he doesn't make it or if he's not hundred percent. I think even if he's eighty percent, I think Ange Postecoglou might just gamble with him just because the the game is that important in terms of progression for this group. Carter Vickers is a huge boost to have back. Uh, Anthony's saying there about the back line having a big night. I, I think it's much the midfield having a big night because the back line will always get the blame for goals conceded, especially at this level. But the midfield are that open And with it, mm. Callum McGregor If you play with a midfield three That stretches the width of the pitch at this level Your backline will come under immense pressure And we've seen at this level Teams will, will score If you hand them a handful of chances They'll take a couple of them And it's incredibly difficult to get back in the game So it's a boost that Carter Vickers is in there If Jens is back I'd maybe fancy him to play but in front of them is going to be the key area of the pitch. And Ange Postecoglou, how many choices has he got there? Does he go with a Riley sitting there? Does he go defensive with a Moy or a Abogard or a McCarthy? That uh, that is a big call because he's not going to change his shape. It's whoever plugs that gap is going to be the big call. Think back to the weekend. Don't know if we got any clues, mm. Gordon. I feel like in the run up to that game, we Abogard came on in Leipzig. So had he then started at the weekend You could see it all unfold And say right that's him getting more game time mm-hmm. Get him up to speed He comes in to play against Leipzig And by the way maybe he still will um, But at the weekend it was just much more of a, a, a Gung-ho attacking lineup, if you like It was just chuck another attacker in there and, and shuffle things around a little bit So it'll be interesting to see What the solution to no Callum McGregor is tonight Yeah um <clears throat> I agree with Mark. Jens at the back for me with Carter Vickers. I think that would make it more solid. Uh, Midlay Park is going to be Hagsabanovic, 
I think we'll start tonight Do you think same as the weekend? <laughs> Do you know what? He's I think the only one that he could look at uh, That could play that But he's not had any game times McCarthy I think he's got the experience to get in there But has he got the, has he got the energy? Has he got the legs? Has he had the game time? Albergard's the same Gordon I think If he was in Postacoglu's mind He would have got A lot of the game In uh, the weekend Get him up to speed I think Knowing this manager The way he goes about His business He's at home He knows he must Get a victory I think he might Just mm. go gung-ho I mean he trusted Oliver Abelgard Enough to put him on For a lot of the game Last week Mark So I'd be surprised If he went the same way As he did against St Johnson With O'Reilly at the base And uh, Hatati And Haxabanovic I think he needs Someone Bit of physicality, you know, bit of presence, and I think it will be Abelgard that plays there tonight. I can't, I just cannot see it being McCarthy. I just, he's not had enough game time. He's that far out the picture. I think it'll be Abelgard. Right, thank you, Anthony in Lanark. Nice to hear from you. I don't think we've spoke to you before, so it was nice to uh, speak to you, Stevens, a Celtic fan, and Bishop Briggs. What's your thoughts on the team tonight, Stephen? I think if Jota is fit, then he'll obviously come in and start. But I think um, if he's not, I'd, I'd be tempted to play Kyogo out wide. Um, on the last similar to we did against Rangers last season, I know it didn't work at the time, but I think the squad's developed so much from there. And I think it just gives you another attacking outlet as well. So I'd probably be tempted to play Kyogo at one side because we're going to need to take chances tonight. Leipzig looked slightly suspect at the back last week. But I think going forward, they're obviously solid. But I'm just... I think you kind of need to fight fire with fire almost tonight and, and really try and take the game to Leipzig as much as we can. So Giacomakis up top and Kyogo to one side, yeah? Yeah, Kyogo on one side, Abad on the other. Go and on. then probably like Hatate, Haksabanovic through the mm. middle. No, uh, I, I don't think that will happen. I totally understand where Steven's coming from. You want to get your probably your best players on the pitch. Giacomakis, I thought, didn't have the greatest game at the weekend against St Johnson, but the most important thing for him, as I keep saying about Cholak at Rangers, is scoring goals. He's a striker, that's what he's there for. And he achieved that uh, in the last uh, minute of the game. But I think Kyogo, if you're going to play, Kyogo's one of your best players, so you've got to play him in his right position. He'll play through the middle for me. I'll be very surprised at that because the options on the wide areas, he likes Maeda. We all know that. That's one of his go-to guys. He's got mm. Haxabanovic, he's got Abada. He's got plenty of choices in the wide areas. So I think Kyogo starts with really Is this because, because Gordon's right, and I don't say that lightly, Stephen, um, you know, Maeda's recognised in that area. Is this because you don't think Maeda's form's good enough? I think it's a combination. I think Maeda, yeah, ultimately his form's not good enough. I, I don't think you can drop Jackie Marcus after what he did, did the weekend. I think his confidence will be sky high after scoring that last minute goal. And I think you've got to... If you gave me who's more likely to score, Kyogo coming in from outside or Maeda, I would say Kyogo all day long. I get Gordon's take because at that day that Stephen mentions, Ange Postacoglu admitted he shouldn't have played Kyogo out there. And also, yes, Stephen says that the team's developed. But is it as unlikely as it would have been, Mark, if Maeda was banging form? If Maeda was scoring goals, setting up goals, he's not doing either of those. So does it... Does it at least creak the door open slightly for something a bit more left field? Obviously, for Stephen, it does. I'm not. I'm a bit with Gordon this one. I don't think it would come into the manager. So you'd, you'd play Maeda and and leave Jackie Marcus out um, if Jota isn't. But if you don't want to put sorry, Marcus, if you don't want to play Maeda. You can play Haxabanovic and play an extra midfielder. And yeah. play an extra Who midfielder. Though? 
Um, well, Abergard, uh, as Mark said, uh, is is obvious choice or a McCarthy. Yeah, but yeah. but you can you've got see the the why I'm disagreeing with Stephen. I, I can understand what he's thinking is he's got plenty of options there. He's not going to swap everything about just to bring Jack and Marcus mm. into the team. I would also be concerned about Kyogo going back. Now, I know he does a terrific job pressing the front line, but when you've not played that position for a long time, which hasn't, have we, have we seen him much since that day at Ibrox? Probably not. If you're asking him to do a shift going back in the Champions League, I mean, it's mm. going to be times he switches off. Stephen, in, in many ways, does the Champions League campaign now hinge on Tonight, you know, Andrew was explaining there There is a scenario, albeit an unlikely one Where Celtic cannot qualify If results don't go their way tonight It is a home game There's only one point on the board Is, is this is this the one that, that kind of makes or break the, the group stage? Yeah, I would say so I would say that if we plan on getting through in the Champions League Then three points tonight's a must I think if we don't, our target then becomes the Europa League And if you beat Shakhtar Then... That that would seem likely that you could get um, something from the Europa League, but I think what's also interesting is if, if um, Real Madrid win their next two games, and so do we, then that qualifies us with a game to spare. So it's quite an open group still, but I think if we can get the win tonight, then yeah, group stage football's still on, and Europa League football's pretty much there. Um, but if not, then yeah, our sights would have to be at the Europa League. That's the incentive Celtic fans How are you feeling How are the pre-match nerves Who should play Well I think we'll find out The answer to that question In the not too distant future So stand by for that We'll go live to Celtic Park And bring you team news Still to go to Hamden And speak to Gabriel We'll even get Dave Galloway Later on at Tannadice as well uh, And I'm looking forward To hearing from Jurgen Klopp Giovanni Van Bronckhurst What about you Rangers fans Is tomorrow the night are the shackles coming off Are you going to go for it Is there a vulnerability Liverpool a very good team But they lost again at the weekend They've got big injury problems How do you feel about tomorrow? Who should play in that one? 0141 951 1025 And we'll try and speak to you next This is Celtic versus RB Leipzig Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here now And they're here until 11 o'clock It is that big a night In Scottish football terms Celtic against RB Leipzig Taking place tonight As is Scotland women In action at Hamden Against Republic of Ireland In World Cup playoff duty Rangers welcome Liverpool tomorrow And we've even got a Premiership match At Tannadice tonight as well So it is quite the occasion Make sure you join us on the phones Or on Twitter Celtic fans Are you heading along to the game tonight? Are you planting yourself on the couch? Either way Get in touch And give us all your pre-match considerations uh, And Rangers fans will be looking ahead to your game tomorrow Very soon as well Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu then As we build up to the Leipzig game Where are we? About an hour and a half away from kickoff. So team's not too far away These are the thoughts of the manager if you look at both clubs sort of approach um, they like to be fairly direct and, and quick with their football and um, you know I don't expect them to sit back at all and you know looking at the group as well both teams probably it's a game where a win uh, is going to be fairly significant so and the nature of both football clubs I don't know about an open game but I think it'll be a, you know a pretty quick game and uh, it'll be exciting well, I think you saw last week I think 
for most of the game. It was you know pretty evenly matched. I think you know probably up until they scored the second goal. You know chances were fairly uh, even on with both teams and uh, you know similar types of chances you know created with sort of quick transition movements. Um, like we you know they definitely got some strengths that we've got to be wary of, but. I think we showed enough last week that we also have ways we can hurt them as well. I'll make the positive case for you, Mark Wilson, from RB Leipzig's recent form. At the weekend, they went away to Mainz and drew one all. Their previous away game before that was a 3-0 defeat at Borussia Mönchengladbach. Before that, their away game uh, was a 2-0 defeat at Real Madrid. No shame there. Uh, and the one before that, a 4-0 defeat uh, at Eintracht Frankfurt, although I think that was before the managerial uh, change. So not having a good time on the road... That's the that's the good news. Mm. The bad news is Christopher and Kunku's got four goals in his last three games, and um, looks in the mood at the moment. <laughs> yeah, hopeless on the road, but they've got a absolute world class striker. Um, we another two that that help him out. Um, like Ange Postecoglou quite rightly says, last week Celtic showed they were a match up until a certain point. The the pace that the game was played at, how open it was, was was brilliant for the neutral. I'm sure for Celtic fans, you'd like to see something. A, a bit tighter at the back tonight um, But in terms of going forward The bravery that Celtic's shown in the competition so far is great They just need that that final killer instinct to, to actually put the ball in the back of the net If they do that at the right times tonight Then you believe that they would have enough to see it out But it's I think when you miss chance after chance The team, the opposition becomes re-energised And that's been the problem in this Champions League campaign so far In terms of learning from last week Gordon It could be different It's Obviously that was an away game This is at home Different personnel Leipzig deserved to win last week I don't think anyone Would argue that fact But does Mark have a point About getting You can still win a game If you get the big moments Right At the right time So last week If Celtic take a couple Of their chances They might need Leipzig finishing To be a bit off it You might need Joe Hart To not gift wrap anything You know, you can still be up against a very good team You can still be up against it But as long as you get those big moments right And that's maybe something Celtic ha- Well it is something Celtic haven't done In this group stage so far Yeah I think you, any game you've got to get the big moments right um, But they're at home tonight They've got What 99% of the crowd behind them They know the atmosphere that's going to create um, They will never change their style They'll be attacking If you're the away team Leipzig Coming to Celtic Park tonight See if you want a game of football this is the night to turn up because Celtic will give you a game of football. They'll go toe-to-toe, they'll get them down the pitch, you know, attack via attack. I get back to it, Gordon, I know Mark makes a great point about <clears throat> try to defend the back men, the goalkeeper with the, the middle of the park. I just think that if Celtic, to get anything tonight, they'll need to defend really well because this team will create chances because we'll mention some of the star players. Yeah, let's bring in Andy, who's a Celtic fan. What are you thinking tonight, Andy, in about 90 minutes to go? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling okay. I mean, the, the margins at this at this level are really fine, and I think it, it, when when the group was drawn, we felt any team, uh, if they really cracked on and had a, a real good night, could probably key any team are doing. Probably with the exception maybe of Madrid. Uh, I felt last week that, that Celtic were the masters of their own downfall. There were three bad errors last week, which cost us three goals. But the encouraging thing was that we created three or four chances really early. And I believe that, that with the Celtic Park atmosphere, and if Celtic can score an early goal, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Celtic went on uh, to score three or four, because I think that team ha- have the ability to, to, to really, uh, even last week after Celtic scored, 
they, they looked ragged for five minutes and then and then obviously Joe Hart uh, did what Joe Hart does. Uh, and then Maeda, Maeda for me, uh, if I'm being honest, I, I would really like the, the team formation to change. I think Maeda should be, be dropped out. Uh, I think Jack Amakis should start with Kyogo uh, either on the left or the right. Um, and I also believe that Matt O'Reilly shouldn't be playing at the base. He should be playing further up the park because I believe we lose a bit of attacking intent. Um, so he should be accommodating either uh, Abelgard or indeed James McCarthy, whatever one he feels is up to that job. Certainly got it all figured out. Um, he's got the, the the plans there with the justification behind it. Mark, you you buying Andy's plan? Um, You're just well, not the, sure the, about the, this the forward, business, yeah, are you? Yeah, the is the one that I would probably disagree with Andy on. Look, I, I, I still believe, even though Giacomacchus uh, has proved he's a good goal scorer, I still believe Kyogo's Celtic's best bet in that position. I still believe he leads the line, um, the best of any other striker there. He gets himself in the right positions, he stretches teams, he presses from the front. So that's why I, I believe you want to take him out, out of that position. And the wide areas, I think you lose a bit. Where I'm playing there. The midfield is, is the interesting one for me tonight. I think a lot of the other positions maybe pick themselves, but at midfield, I mean, Andy's right. I think we are Riley. I think he did fine and he will do fine domestically in that position because he'll get involved a lot and he'll start a lot of the moves and he can see a pass. But you do lose a bit. You lose a bit of his game when he's in those forward areas. That's going to be critical tonight. A lot of the good stuff has came through Riley in this competition, getting in behind people and picking passes. So. You know, I don't think he's as defensive-minded as you need at this level. That's why I believe he will start further up. It's the big question, who fills the hole then? Yeah, I've been in this uh, industry a long time now, I'll bet. My full <laughs> reputation that Your Kyogo reputation. Yeah, or Jack Marcus will start, not the two. He will not play Kyogo. Do you not need to have a reputation it. first to, yeah, to well, put it on well, the line? My, my what if it's already in tatters? A very, well, listen, <laughs> at least it's a reputation. It's, it's that, in tatters, that went when you, you left before the game finished at <laughs> air. Oh, that went when I was 18. Um, no, he won't play both. Um, he won't play Kyogo off the left. There's absolutely no chance. He's got too many options there mm. to play. I think Kyogo starts through the middle. Jakub Marcus, who I like, big fan of, I think he'll be on the pine. Um, <laughs> why Why is Maeda not doing it for you, Andy? I, I think Maeda is, you know, and, and by the way, you, 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 don't like to, you don't like to say this, uh, because I think uh, this guy gives you 110%, never mind 100%, but I think you'll find that, you know, I would say even in, in, in the upper echelons of the Premier League, uh, I think Maeda has really shown that he's maybe just a wee bit out of his depth. And I think that showed last week. Nothing stuck to Maeda last week at all in Leipzig. The third goal that Celtic lost uh, came came to Maeda, if I'm being completely honest, you know. Um, I, I, I genuinely... Uh, you know, believe that, that he's, he's a great guy, whatever, but I, I don't think he's got the quality uh, at this level. To go back to Gordon's point about starting Jack Amakis and Kyogo, um, you know, I think you're right about Kyogo, he's a great player, uh, brilliant, but I think against this Leipzig team, I think we need elbows and we need just a wee bit of... Uh, uh, just, just unsettled, I don't think... You know, Kyogo really unsettles them uh, physically, where I think that Kyogo could feed off what Jack Marcus is doing. Uh, 
Well, Andy, Andy, I'm going to put you out your misery, right? Because Andrew McLean has the answers to all the questions that we've been asking. Take it away, Andrew. Yeah, well, plenty of big decisions have been made by Ange Postacoglu. Jota is not fit enough to be in the squad tonight, so he misses out completely. It's the exact same midfield setup as the weekend, so it will be Matt O'Reilly in that Callum McGregor role, and Moritz Jens is preferred to Stephen Welsh in defence as well. So Joe Hart starts in goal for Celtic. The back four, Josip Juranovic, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Moritz Jens and Greg Taylor. It will then be a midfield three of Matt O'Reilly, Rio Hitati, and Sead Haksabanovic, it will then be Dyson Maida and Leil Abada either side of Kyogo. The substitutes for Celtic tonight, Bain, Segrist, Jakimakis, Moy, Turnbull, McCarthy, Bernabe, Abelgard, Robertson, Forrest, Ralston and Welsh. I won't read the whole Leipzig team, but the big names are in there. Andre Silva, Christopher Nkunku, Dominic Schobeslai and Timo Werner. It's a potent strike force for the visitors here at Celtic Park tonight. Is that enough to worry you, Andy? It's not what you wanted? Uh, You know, I am worried. Uh, If I'm being completely honest, I think uh, think, uh, uh, Mr. Postacoglu sometimes maybe suffers for a wee bit paralysis by analysis. Football's a simple game. Keep it simple. Um, And... He really has blinkers when it comes to Maeda. I don't understand it because, you know, I, I genuinely, and I, I, I don't want to say it either because he's a good lad. He, he gives 110%, but I don't think he's anywhere near this level. And the ball doesn't stick. It just doesn't stick with him. Well, we'll find out if there's a Maeda hat trick, Andy. You know the way it'll work. We'll be getting calls to get you back on tomorrow, and we will do that. Thank you. That was Andy, uh, Celtic fan on the line. Great chance to react. To that team, Celtic fans, it's the same. Well, it's the it's the predictable back four, if you like. Moritz Jens and Carter Vickers at centre back. It's the first choice duo, Juranovic and Greg Taylor, full backs. The same midfield as the weekend, of course. No Callum McGregor. Uh, so Matt O'Reilly, Rayo Hitati, and Sir Haksabanovic. And it's Abada and Maeda either side of Kyogo. What do you make of that? Now, we've got, well, we've either got Joe in Bells Hill on the line or his daughter, Kayla. It's one of them. How are you doing? Are you both well? Ah, uh, both of us are here, guys. How are you doing? All right. Good. Not bad at all, Joe. Um, just hearing that Celtic team there. What do you make of that? Is that the right call for you? A wee bit gutted. My my daughter's favourite player is Jota, so she's a wee bit disappointed that he's not playing tonight. <sighs> um, but we've got a really good replacement coming in, guys, and Leo Abada. Um, he's proven that he's he can play at this level. So we got a big jersey for tonight, and hopefully mm. he comes up. I'm sure the atmosphere will bump the players, won't you? A victory, hopefully. Kayla, can Celtic still win without Jota, your favourite player? Um, probably, yeah, because Kyogo is a good player as well. There we go. With Kyogo is a good player as well. Can't argue with that, Mark. Um, Abada coming back in, if we're talking about needing to take chances, you can't really argue with his goals return since he's come to the club for a player of his age. He's, he's been very effective in front of goal over the piece, but recently... We're in proper sitter territory at St Johnson at the weekend. Missed the Leipzig game, obviously, due to those religious reasons. Um, there was even that, that sense probably in the Real Madrid game, a couple of the, the big chances fell his way and he couldn't take them. Is it going to be a big night for him then in front of goal? It certainly will be. I think he has gone through a wee stage just now that he's, he's finding it difficult. Uh, and that, listen, that can quickly happen to players in his position. He's been terrific since he came to Celtic. Young lad, often gets overlooked. He's taking his chances when presented to him usually But it's been difficult I always had him down to play tonight I thought he would start 
the game tonight I thought it was the other side That's the big question mark um, But it's a big night Because you, you put yourself in his shoes If an opportunity falls to him Early doors Again with that crowd That expectation on him And he doesn't take it you know, he has to show he's got broad shoulders and take it on the chin and make sure he's in the right position again. But his strengths, you know, take away the finishing, his strength is stretching the game, getting that full backs, you know, running in behind. And Celtic's going to need that tonight. They're going to need him and and Maeda the other side to be willing runners to take them up the pitch tonight. Mm. Yeah, um, look, everyone will have their opinion go along to Celtic Park watching the uh, TV, listening to us on the radio tonight. I love that team. I really do. I think it's... I know you can question one or two. Maeda, for instance, would they have been better with another certain midfield player? It is an absolute cast-iron commitment to playing attacking football, and isn't well, it? Now, yeah. we find out by the end of the night, it might not work, and then the criticism comes I, along. But I've I not got to criticise him if it doesn't work. I think I think he's got it in his mind, right? OK, we're at Celtic Park. You talk about this fantastic atmosphere, this crowd to lift everyone. He loves to play in the front foot. Now, doesn't matter what you say about him He loves to play in the front foot I said to you Rewind back to about Five past six I thought that'd be the team Right um, I just I just think that This guy believes in his players He likes mm-hmm. to go out And score goals And Tonight I think Looking at that as a neutral We are going to We're See, in I for don't, some I game. don't get that That You're not going to criticise him If it doesn't work Because Football's about winning Surely Celtic want to progress And Ange Postecoglou says it's about progression The players will get better and better But how can you get better If you keep playing home Now it might work And he takes all the what, plaudits What, what happens if, if What happens if they, But if it doesn't work How can you not criticise them Because one guy said to you What happens if they're on the front foot They play attacking football And they're brilliant They miss a few chances Unlucky And they lose a set play I think that's very hard To criticise a manager There are ways to lose a game of football You're unfortunate sometimes Now If on the other hand Where you're probably coming at me Is If he's so open and this team go and run steamroller them in the middle of the park and get to the defence. I take that on board. But you're talking about a manager that's looking at these players thinking, what's the best way I can win a game of football? It's on the front foot. I'm happy with that. Kayla, are you two going to the game tonight? Yeah. Oh, bro, you're still going to get up for school tomorrow? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> Not sure. Joe, you're going to have some job in your hands. Oh, definitely. We don't get the ranch. It's up all right in the morning for school. Good. That right, Kayla, what's the score going to be? Um, I'm thinking maybe um, two or three. Two or three? Two three take it. Take it. Thank you very much. That was Kayla and Joe on their way to the game. 01419511025. What do you make of that team? Mark Wilson's not sure. Gordon Dale loves it. What do you think? Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here. We are just an hour and ten minutes away from kickoff between Celtic and RB Leipzig and uh, Scotland Women National Team against Republic of Ireland in the World Cup playoff as well. So we'll get the team news from that in the not too distant future. Uh, Rangers fans, where are you? Because this time tomorrow, the pre match atmosphere will certainly be building at Ibrooks ahead of the visit of Liverpool. We're going to hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst 
And we're not that far away from Jurgen Klopp's press conference in Glasgow as well So lots to look forward to And we are here until 11 o'clock So plenty of time uh, to get round the various talking points Frank's a Celtic fan uh, What do you think about that team then tonight, Frank? Well, the team uh, is, is an Irish team It's about attack, 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 attack And that's why this guy to me is what I've been waiting for uh, For 40, 50 years as a Celtic fan to come to Celtic He's producing and he's This is only the start And Mark, I don't know really where you've been for the last year and a half But have you ever listened to an Ange Postecoglou press conference from start to finish? Just one Because in every single one it's the same thing and he's not hiding anything There's no big mystery about how he plays football It's an open book And it's about attacking It's about entertaining It's about pleasing the fans It's getting goals That's what football's about And I've waited all my life for somebody like Ange Postecoglou To come to Celtic Park And have a completely brave approach to it Accept the, the ups and downs Accept the, the, the bumps in the road As far as Mark's concerned, I'm guessing he should tweak, change, but he'll change nothing. Because this isn't about tonight. It's not about the next Champions League match. It's not even about this season. This is about two, I would say one, two, three seasons down the road. He's aiming for something that we can maybe just believe, dream on just now. I'm not saying we're going to win the Champions League. Well, listen, Frank, that's, that's nonsense. See, football managers, football managers can't plan for three years down the road. Doesn't matter how good you think Ange Postacoglu is just now. If, if, well, he's laughing at you. Well, that's, nah, I don't, don't care. Don't, don't, don't be too hard. Don't no, be too hold on, I'm being serious here. I'm being serious because I agree with you. I love watching Ange Postacoglu's style, but you need to win games. How often is he going to say it's progress? And then as often as it takes, Mark. And to when though? To, to what end though? If you let, right, Mark. I'll tell you this. It's quite simple. It really is so simple. See if what you're doing and you believe in is what's the right thing. You stay with it. You don't rip it up because you'll take a defeat. And you stay with it. And do you know what happens, Mark, if we get beat tonight? We'll play the next game against Shakhtar. And we'll get better and better and better. There may be a few dips in that in that process, but you get better. And you, the defensive lapses you have... You narrow them down And you become a better team A more solid team It doesn't happen overnight And you wouldn't even pretend it happens overnight And he's got to look at a year Two years down the line Because that's the, the, the changes he wants to make to personnel The changes he wants to make to pe- people in People out That doesn't happen overnight You've only got a window every six months And all the time it's about progressing And Mark you stick with what you believe in You stick to your principles and you know what Frank, what if he's not in the Champions League In a year or two years time Where's the progression there? What do you mean if you're not in the Champions League In a year or two time? I don't know what you mean You need to get in the Champions League, Frank To be in the Champions right. League Well, you play in the UEFA Cup It's about Europa League, Frank No, it doesn't matter Europa League It's how, Mark mm. This is about how you play football You don't be a coward And chuck it because you lose a match You don't become a coward And say Do you know what See we've been practising For the last year and a half mm. boys It's a bit of a rough patch I'll tell you what We'll start defending a bit more You stick to your principles And those principles Are what's called The Celtic way Mark You're an XL player I can't believe Frank Frank, I I, I, Hold I, on a minute What can you, what can you, you. not put, What can you not believe you're you're thinking I'm um, no 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 because Frank's got nonsense here. Frank's right. I love. Wait a minute. What can you not believe? Success. I want Celtic to win tonight. 
I want Celtic to progress for this Champions League group. I want Celtic to get better in Europe. But what I just don't want is a, a basketball game against the highest level of opposition and take three and four goals at Celtic Park every right, time Mark. somebody pitches up. Right, Mark, here we go. Mm. This, this, I'll try to finish with this because I don't know how much time I've got left before the news. 1965-66, Jock Cena ah. came. Now, he completely changed how football was played. At that time, you had the Italian Catenaccio killing football. This guy came along and said, you know what? We're going to sweep this aside. We're going to play the, the way football should get played. Fast, exciting, attacking football. He was told at the time, people like yourself, Mark, or equivalents at the time, well, you can't do that. You'll get slaughtered. These teams will do you. And we did, we did hit black uh, wee bumps in the road. But do you know what? He believed in it. It's a, it, look, it's very romantic, Frank, and I, I get it. But to be fair, the, the footballing landscape's completely different, and the gap between the elite because of money is is different. I just wonder, right, if we can finish on a nice, friendly note, can you can you climb back a little bit and see any sense in what Frank's saying along the lines of if this is Ange Postecoglou's first season in the Champions League, can you not try and? Improve on what you do Can you not try and stick to it for a bit Can you not try and get better at it Can you not try and develop it Can you not try and stay true to it And see how see where it takes you Yeah I know this is not I know this is Misunderstanding me here I don't think Gordon and I have spoken in the last 10 minutes Well I, I could see Daz's actions I think you're getting a bit uh, uh, He's bringing us to it Yeah I've enjoyed the conversation it's, yeah. been good. it's been a good debate Um I Listen Frank makes good points because if you look at Postacoglu, it's progress. A little progress each day adds up to big success. I've always said that, <laughs> and I think that's where Postacoglu. Don't know what's worst about that. See when he says, "I've always said it." He yeah. said it two minutes ago, but nobody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's just gone <laughs> and repeated it. But Frank, don't be too hard on Mark. I've fortunate enough. I shared the dressing room with your manager. I know his philosophy in the game I like it I like the way he's going about his business I understand what Mark's saying Because he does want Celtic to win tonight But I'm looking forward to a terrific game Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football A terrific game on Beat the Pundit first hopefully Gordon DL and Mark Wilson standing by And if you want to take them on You need to call before 7 o'clock 1025 and you could be trying to beat the pundit next. This is Celtic versus RB Leipzig. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. I think he's benefited from a couple of minutes there just oh. to take a breath. Get I, I had to get through some breathing exercises with him just to Stormed out the studio. Yeah. In picture, um, remember when Piers Morgan stormed off yeah. Good yeah. Morning Britain? I, it was a bit like that. Mark I'm Wilson threw, come his, back, Mark. threw his uh, headphones down, stopped, but we got him back. <laughs> Producer Callum, I've never seen such a turn of pace. I could see him on that ferry again, waving goodbye to us. I was your Yoker Ferry. That was amazing. Enjoy the experience that you could. Anyway, enough about that. 
uh, we've got some massive games. We've got a big one that's less than an hour away. Celtic RB Leipzig. Uh, same kickoff time for Scotland against Republic of Ireland in the Women's World Cup playoff. We've got Dundee United Hibs in the Premiership. And after we play Beat the Pundit, Rangers fans, how do you feel about tomorrow night? Giovanni Van Bronker says a change in approach for Rangers. Is that music to your ears? What does that look like then, personnel-wise? Uh, pick up the phone and let us know, and we'll speak to you straight after we do this. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Come on then, beat the pundit. What did we have? A victory last night for Jim Duffy, was it? I think it was all too all too easy. I think it was a 4-1. 4-1. For the, from the man from Maryhill. Let's see how we get on tonight. Ryan is from Busby. How's it going, Ryan? Uh, not bad, mate, yourself? Not bad at all. You're a Celtic fan. Uh, what's got more chance of happening? You beating the pundit or them beating Leipzig tonight? Uh, that base. Okay, he's fancying a double. Don't know what odds you're getting on the double on the accumulator tonight. Let's find out who you play. Heads, it's Mark Wilson. <laughs> I hope it's Mark tonight for sure. <laughs> he's gone. His abs- head's absolutely gone. He'll get nothing. Oh, tails, it's Gordon Diel. Yes. Come on, bring it on. Come on, Ryan. Do you know, it would be nothing better if Ryan. Hung up and Frank, come on! Because the biggest, the, the biggest credit I could give Mark Wilson is I've not like ever seen him in a bad mood ever. Oh, I'm the same. He's always just happy go lucky. Mm. He's not even smiling through any of this. <laughs> Do you hear what he said? Like, usually, when you and I are doing this to him, he'll sort of laugh. He's actually he's not enjoying this. <laughs> I think he's going to fall out with us tonight. He said at the break, I've had a hard day. Is that, I'm tired We're here for you if you want to talk uh, about it uh, This is about uh, something more than Frank uh, and oh, on. Come on Ryan, put him to the sword Come on, on Come on He's not in a good mood at all right, I've got right. something that will cheer you up And I promise you, right? Okay. We'll do it after All right. Uh, let's give you some Clyde too So you can't hear what's Still going on Ryan here. Uh, Ryan, 30 seconds, answer as many as you can And pass oh. if you don't know, okay? Right, no bomb it Right uh, 30 seconds and it starts now Name any scorer in the Celtic Real Madrid game last month. Uh, Vinicius Junior. What nationality is former Rangers midfielder Hamid Namucci? Uh, Tunisian. Who was joint top scorer with Jakimakis in the Premiership last season? Uh, Charles Cook. Which current Scottish Premiership manager made over 400 league appearances for that club? Uh, pass. In which decade did Third Lanark dissolve? Uh, Okay, let's bring back Mark. Can you hear us? Yes. <laughs> hard questions, it is. Oh I'm not in the mood for hard questions, but you're go not in the mood for much. You ready? Yes. 30 seconds, your time starts now. Name any scorer in the Celtic Real Madrid game last month. Oh, Hazard. What nationality is former Rangers midfielder Hamid Namucci? Moroccan. Which player was joint top scorer with Jackie Makis in the Premiership last season? Oh, pass. Which current Scottish Premiership manager has made over 400 league appearances for that club? Uh, Robbie Nielsen. In which decade did Third Lanark dissolve? 50s. Which Air United player is currently the Championship's top scorer? Uh, Apoko. I don't even know who it was And I laughed at that Do you know what it is If he loses 
I think he's gone. I don't think we and we're on till eleven o'clock. Cam, <laughs> is that close? This is going to be a long shift <laughs> if he walks out on us. Oh, Roger Hannah's man. Oh, as Ryan, what's his name? What do you think? Uh, maybe a draw. Mm. Oh, Name any good. scorer in the Celtic Real Madrid game: Vinicius Junior, Luka Modric, or Eden Hazard. One all. Hamid Demucci's Tunisian. Oh, so close! Oh, Ryan sh- got it. Did he? Oh, well done, well Ryan. Done, That's Ryan. a great shout. The joint top scorer with Jackie Marcus was Charles Cook. Ross Kenny. Ryan got it. Did he really? <laughs> <laughs> See at this point in time I thought Ryan is an absolute player He knows his stuff Oh no oh, Disappointed in you in this one Come on What was the question? Which Premiership manager's got 400 appearances for that club? Stevie Hamill You're in here with Gordon Dee I think he's got over 500 if actually that, yeah. ah, right, oh, that was yeah. league appearances Can't believe that um, mm. Third Lanark And you both went 50s But it was wrong It was 60s Six. <laughs> <laughs> Not so good for me <laughs> It's nothing good And the championship's top scorer Is Depot Akinyemi Oh yeah. no I've got I've got all the letters mixed up There you What you call him? Opo A pico or something uh, A poco A poco A poco A poco I'll tell you right now I think I've been Honestly I would have get done tonight With the questions Would you? 100% Ryan fair play to you Once you get those three I knew that was going to be yeah. hard to beat And it was enough for you Well done 3-1 Excellent, cheers. Excellent. Well done, Ryan. Balls on its way to Busby. I don't mind that. It just with Mark Wilson's night. <laughs> 3 1. Oh, I can't believe that last one. Oh, we Ryan's away there bouncing, going, Thank God I got Wilson. He just came on swiftly, didn't he? Yeah, exited swiftly. Away again with a ball. He was good. He's no, he's no one. Some, they, I thought they were the hardest for a long time. They were difficult. Yeah. Just yeah. I've got to say, they, they were hard. Mm. But obviously, hard for Mark. Right Rangers mm. fans What are you thinking Ahead of tomorrow night A change in approach Says Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Is that good news Is that music to your ears What does that look like Who plays Who doesn't uh, We'll hear from you And the manager Drop me to cheer you up I'm genuinely worried He's not even cracking a smile Throughout any of this And I keep going I, I In the hope that he'll eventually Sort of <laughs> He's actually turned his back In me uh, now He doesn't even want like to speak to me I'll ease my way back in I promise <laughs> I, kick off. I promise this will cheer you up go I, for I mean this Because right? it's your turn how have I done? You're in, you're you're the victim of this next section of the show, and Mark Wilson, you are going to be delighted with this. Okay. Now, you're a regular listener to Bowie at breakfast. I am. You will be familiar with the feature that they. Ah, uh, do you know what? He's Sorry. an absolute disgrace. That guy. Oh, you know what's going on, do you? I've got a funny feeling. I'm just turning your mic off. This is not about you here. <laughs> Big heart. So, stop the bus every morning. Eight thirty-five. Like yeah. Um, Bowie at breakfast. And <laughs> the, We're looking for a guest host Ewan Cameron usually does it But he's off And for some reason They, they wanted Gordon DL to do it So <laughs> I, know. I mean no, Was that's, everybody that's else the funny in the studio That's not the funny bit On so their holidays They put him in a studio They gave him some things to read To record uh, And they would then play it out Tomorrow morning <laughs> What he oh, doesn't realise Is that the microphone Is always recording Even when it goes wrong It's not just the bits right, that, right. that go right So I've got <laughs> Doesn't look too happy already I've got a series of his outtakes When he was locked in the studio On his own Trying to record stuff For Bowie at breakfast tomorrow I've got a couple of them Let's see how Let's see how it went First of all Would you know <laughs> off. That's the worst I've heard Would you know off. That's the worst I've heard Good start Next one what he never wore. Oh, <laughs> what he never wore. Oh, Third one. And that's a wrap. Boom, boom. Get in there. And that's a wrap. Boom, boom. Get in there. 
<laughs> and my personal favourite. Don't you wish your boyfriend was hot like me? <laughs> That's got to be worth one more play, has it? Let's go one more on that one. Always remember the microphone's on, Gordon. Don't you wish your boyfriend was hot like me? I'd punch her. <laughs> that is bad. That is taking the heat off me tonight because I, is, I would. No wonder your face is red. That's the biggest redneck ever. And we're going to need to do an extra travel bulletin because there's cars all over Glasgow <laughs> in the west swerving. Uh, to be put off I for driving. Horrific. That's my favourite one at the end there. Don't do you, you know? wish your boyfriend <laughs> like me? What was your thinking I, there? I have no idea. I didn't know the mics were on. By the way, he often sings that. I've heard him singing that in the office. He must like it. Comes that a song. bit easy to him. It's almost as if he does it in his. I think in his spare, spare time. time. That's, 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 that's unbelievable. By the way, I've got a red neck with that. Oh, no wonder. Don't you wish your boyfriend was <laughs> like me? They're actually going to play this in. Well, that's the outtake. Oh, is that the outtake? Obviously, that's not the way it's meant to sound. Anyway, right. Uh, ah, that. That cheer you up. <laughs> Aye, that was good. I'm back. Good to see you smile yeah. again. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Allen's a Rangers fan. How do you feel about tomorrow, Alan? Can Rangers do it? Can they go and cause that upset? Uh, I think they, well, they feared no one at Ibrox uh, as long as they, they play their up game. Um, but <clears throat> but my main point uh, this evening is uh, the goalkeeping issue we have. What issue? I thought Alan McGregor was back in and doing fine. Yes, I know, but long term, I think, Gordon, uh, I think they need, need to look at a marquee signing. Um, going forward, uh, I don't. Th- I know we've signed uh, Robbie McCrory on a new contract. John McLaughlin's hanging around, uh, but I think we need a. Rangers have always had a, a, a really good goalkeeper, whether it be Chris Woods, Andy Gorham, so on and so forth, Al McGregor. So I think we need to plug that hole eventually. Uh, I just want to know about uh, the Dazzler and Mushrooms. Um, thoughts are on that Well, It was me thinking Everyone was narrow-minded All focused on tomorrow But Alan's thinking More bigger picture Thinks Celtic, uh, Rangers need to sign A new goalkeeper Oh well McGregor will not go on forever uh, We thought he was actually Going to pack it in uh, Last year When he came on For his His last appearance In the Scottish Cup We all thought um, But he's just getting Better wage I think they'll look at that situation. They'll be monitored, of course they will. They've got two good goalkeepers. McGregor is top class for me still at the, what is he, 40, 39, 40, round about that. Um, so I would imagine, can, can we say it, would this be his last year? Um, but they will certainly have people on the radar, there's no doubt. I do agree. I think that eventually they will have to bring someone in, um, you know, to boost that position. And um, I'm sure they've got candidates lined up. I, yeah, I agree with us here, and I think Alan's alluding to that that they need to look further afield because got to think it. If Alan McGregor didn't sign again this season, what position, sort of position, would Rangers be in? Because Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has almost admitted that you know McLaughlin was a a choice that just didn't work out and it wasn't as stable at the back. Um, but we've seen in the past how hard it is to get a goalkeeper to replace someone. That is a favourite who is so successful. You look at Celtic a couple of years ago. You know what was that? Barkas came in, then it went to Bain, then it went to Hazard, and it was just it was almost like the manager was picking out a tombo at times to see who was the first choice. And <clears throat> when you're playing in so many competitions and at elite level, you can't afford 
to hope your goalie has a good game. You've got to have a decent goalie. So, so you don't think that's something that waits till the summer, Alan? You think that you know that should be ongoing just now, maybe even looked at in January? Yeah, I think I, I think they need to actually pinpoint. I, I mean, I spoke to your producer, um, and he was like to me, "Who who do you think?" And I was like, "I don't know." I mean, um, who, I mean, who do Rangers go for? Um, is a marquee signing or a marquee goalkeeper? Who is there out there? It's one of those things, Mark. That when you're you know at this stage of <coughs> the season, you, you almost have to separate it. Ross Wilson. And his staff, I'm assuming, will still be keeping these things tick along. If you're Giovanni Van Bronckhorst right now, this week and next week, you're, it's, it's probably not in the forefront of your mind given what's, what's no, at stake. I don't think so. Just the way clubs work now, you know, the Van Bronckhorst will leave that to upstairs. I, I do think, see, when Alan's speaking about goal, I wonder if they missed a trick with Seacrest. I think we said at the time that mm. I know Celtic came in and got him, but a good goalkeeper who might have come in. I don't know about a marquee sign that I. I don't know if the days are gone now in our league the marquee um, signs come in especially goalkeeper department I mean, Gordon listen that's the beauty of it Alan's more than welcome to phone in about what he wants uh, when he wants in terms of today and, and tomorrow mm. that's one of the the nailed on ones for Rangers tomorrow Alan McGregor will play so I don't think there's any debate about that anymore mm-hmm. what is perhaps a bit more up for debate is you know who else let's play this clip from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and I wonder what your Rangers fans uh, make of this because he's been doing his press today um, it's funny because a bit of debate with Mark Wilson earlier about style of play and all that sort of thing Will Rangers um, manager Giovanni Van Bronckhorst talking about maybe changing their approach tomorrow uh, because they need to pick up points obviously at some stage and uh, he was asked that very thing earlier on I think we, we have to find more moments in the game when we can be uh, be dangerous of course our approach will be different uh, tomorrow, because we, uh, as I said before, we need points um, to hopefully uh, play also after the break in in Europe. So, um, but you know, we're still gonna play a really good side. We need to get points, yeah. You know, ideally, of course, three points. You know, I think also, you know, we are uh, um, we have to see the other results. But um, you know. I think we, we, we want to be able to uh, to proceed in Europe when we play our last game at home against Ajax so that that uh, hopefully we're in the situation where with a good result we can continue in Europe but uh, that means also we have to get points out of the next two games because of course Ajax is already on on three points and and you know the the the, the last we had away you know it's uh, it's a big difference so uh, we need to have points for the next coming uh, coming games more gung-ho tomorrow is that the expectation well they need points and they certainly need a goal to lift everybody um, they're at Ibrox Rangers fans and people concerned with Rangers will fancy this because of the problems Liverpool's having you know Klopp maybe coming under for the first time a little bit of pressure already he's admitted the league's gone he's got a few injuries but I think sometimes we get carried away when we look at some of their, their key players getting injured. Look at the substitutes that come on. Firmino, for instance, come on at Highbury. At Highbury. Um, the Emirates. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I know, that, that song's killed oh. me. Come on at the Emirates and immediately made such an impact. So they've got mm. quality players. Are they at their best to It was good of them to replace Ian Rush as well. When yeah, he, when yeah he Rush, Rush he had to go off. He's knackered. But they've got, they've got quality players there. My my big uh, concern for Rangers tomorrow is who they're going to play. 
I said mm. at the weekend, I think Cholak's a stick on. He's got to. I really do. Um, I think Kent, who's not been in the greatest of form, will play. And I think Sakala will play. I think they'll go with width and pace. Um, Liverpool are still a good team. Mark, we saw that last week. Yes, everybody acknowledges that. Fast forward one week. The obvious point, this one's at Ibrooks and not at Anfield, which should change things. Since then, Luis Diaz has got injured and won't play. I think Matip has got injured and won't play. Trent Alexander-Arnold has got injured and won't play. They also play Man City at the weekend. And there may be even further resting. Yes, good replacements, as Gordon says. But that, added to another defeat at the weekend, added to the fact that it's at Ibrooks, is that why Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, all of that, is talking about having more of a more of a go or, or that's not what he said a change in approach but I think everyone assumes that means having more of a go well, I think he's got to because like we we I suppose we argued last week that was a look to right team to contain Liverpool early on in the game away from home I think you're always going to do that but at home with this Liverpool defence being fragile in the games we've seen so far I mean you'd be as well having a go at them and, and seeing what you can get because the other plan didn't work even as the game wore on It was like void ideas They didn't get any promising positions And for Rangers to get anything at Ibrox tomorrow Then they're going to have to You know, call on the players that served them so well In the Europa League run In terms of going forward um, But like all the players missing Still going to have to be one hell of a defensive mm. shift as well Because they've still got unbelievable quality uh, Thank you to Alan in Coatbridge What do you Rangers fans think then If there is a change in approach tomorrow What does that look like? Does it... Feature Cholak Does it feature Morelos Does it feature Sakala Kent All the The usual uh, Suspects in attack What does the change in approach Look like Can you take advantage Of Liverpool's Injury situation Let us know 01419511025 Big night for Scotland women as well We'll look at that next This is Celtic Versus RB Leipzig Building up to kick off in a couple of big games We've got Celtic RB Leipzig in the Champions League Group F Celtic fans, what are you making of that team? Is it the right call for you? Would you have done something different? Is it too open? As uh, Frank and Mark argued quite well before Beat the Pundit We're building up to the game at Tanadice We'll go there in the not too distant future We're already looking ahead to tomorrow as well Rangers fans So what are you thinking uh, About that one A change in approach Says Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Are you happy With the sound of that uh, Come on here And pick your team Let us know uh, What you are expecting Now it's a massive night For Scotland women's National team uh, I'm going to hand over To Gabriel Who is going to make The muddiest Of scenarios Crystal clear Gabriel That is your challenge And do it within a minute If you can Right, that's, it's quite tough, Gordon, but we'll start with it. It's quite simple for Scotland in their minds anyway. They've just got to beat the Republic of Ireland here this evening to give themselves a great chance of qualifying for the World Cup in Australia next summer. Now, it all depends on the other two playoffs which are going on right now. Switzerland against Wales and Portugal against Iceland. Both games are poised finally at 1-1 about an hour in, but Scotland need one of Wales or Portugal to be victorious. Now, if Portugal win, Scotland have to match their scoreline. 
point, for example, if Portugal win 3-1, then Scotland need to have at least a two-goal winning margin. Whereas if Wales win, Scotland just need to get over the line. If they win but those conditions don't happen, Scotland will be forced to play an intercontinental playoff early next year. It's not that simple. Let's see if Mark and Gordon can get their head rounds that you one. You want to see the, the look on their faces. Seriously, Gordon, repeat that back to us. Yeah, we're hoping Wales get a result tonight and we can just uh, leapfrog them. So, yeah, I was clear as daylight. Did you get it? No. What happened to just win and get through? This is, by the way, did you not hear Gabs right. at hand in that is, it That's you? the simple version, really? by the way, because see if this doesn't go to plan yeah. and they have to head... And play this intercontinental tournament in New Zealand mm. uh, later on. I mean, there's also a scenario where they go into this group, but they only play one game rather than the two because they would be seeded in the group and so on. It is a minefield, Gabriel. Yeah, absolutely right, Gordon. It, it, as I said, it is just simple. Scotland are confident that if they win, they will get to the World Cup. Whether it requires this playoff uh, in New Zealand uh, early next year. They just want to get it done this evening. They're playing Ireland tonight. They're expecting another sticky game, a physical game. If you remember, the semi-final on Thursday night against Austria was 1-0. It required extra time and Abby Harrison header to get over the line. Scotland think if they can get it done tonight, they will get there some way. Whether it's automatically this evening, we'll have to wait and see the outcomes of the other two games. We'll know that in the next 30 minutes. So, to keep it really simple, if we can, best case scenario from here, Gabriel... Yep. Port- Portugal nick it 2-1 and then Scotland yep. only re- really just need to win the game in 90 minutes All yeah? need to do is win the game correct okay. Portugal though currently poised at 1-1 with Iceland yep. are playing against 10 players Iceland have had a red yep. card so you're, you're, you're in the situation where you want Portugal to win but you don't want them to win by too much Gordon <laughs> because then Scotland need to win by yep. a certain margin so you want Portugal just to nick one more goal win it 2-1 and then all Scotland need to do is win the game oh. or alternatively Wales go on and win but they've got on, on paper a tougher game against Switzerland I thought we were supporting Wales I thought that oh. was the easiest route either or tell Gabs to explain it right <laughs> <laughs> anyway any quick team news Gabriel yeah, I'll just quickly go through the 11s for you. Uh, Pedro Martinez, Loso, the Scotland manager, has just made one change from Thursday night. Fiona Brown is in for Lana Cleland. Uh, the team that he has chosen to get Scotland to the World Cup is as follows. Lee Gibson in goal, a back four of Lisa Evans, Rachel Corsi, Sophie Howard and Nicola McLaughlin. Uh, Sam Kerr, Aaron Cuthbert and Caroline Weir in midfield with Fiona Brown, Martha Thomas and Claire Emsley. Up top, and substitutes are Fife, Cummings, McCandy, BT, Clark, McLaughlin. Graham, Hansen, Murray, Harrison, Cleland and Grimshaw. Ireland line up in a 5-2-3 formation. Uh, they've got Brosnan in goal. Finn, Fahey, Quinn, Caldwell and Campbell are the back five. Agano Sullivan in midfield with O'Gorham and McCabe supporting Payne up top. They'll be up for it. It's one of Ireland's biggest game in their history as well. They're yet to play in a major tournament. Perhaps the edge of Scotland note could be this record crowd that we're expecting. Uh, around 12,000 people, maybe more. Could that give them the edge? Kick off under half an hour away. Uh, looking forward to that one. Hopefully that picture becomes a bit clearer. I know that's that's a lot of information. Um, it's not ideal. And that genuinely, I think that is us doing a not bad job, believe it or not, to try and explain it. So um, hopefully it becomes a bit clearer. Let's hear from... Hopefully one of the match winners, Caroline Weir, doing great things at Real Madrid at club level, admits that watching the Euros in England and all the rest of it in the summer uh, hurt and uh, wants to make sure Scotland don't miss out this time around. It's massive. I mean, that's a massive personal goal for me, a massive team goal, obviously. Um, I think as well, not being at the Euros, uh, that really did hit hard for a lot of the girls, especially me. I found some of it 
hard to watch uh, because having experienced these tournaments, it makes you want it more. Um, and that's exactly how we feel. So it's massive, not just for us as players, but for Scottish football, for Scottish women's football, for the country. So, yeah, we're hoping we can fly that flag and, and hopefully qualify. Mm, so Portugal, Iceland still poised Same Wales, Switzerland So need a winner there um, Really in, in either of them And then Scotland to go and do the business uh, Later on So we'll keep an eye on that one So there's a place In the World Cup group stages uh, In the World Cup up for grabs There is Champions League glory Up for grabs at Celtic Park What's up for grabs at Tannadice Between Dundee United and Hibs Dave Galloway Good evening Gordon, thank you very much Well after Saturday night's very impressive demolition of Aberdeen Dundee United are full of confidence as you would imagine But can they show this evening that the weekend's 4-0 triumph wasn't a one-off Victory here would also give the Tangerines a psychological boost As it would lift them off the foots of the league But you'd expect Hibs to make much more of a game of things than a Don side Which performed so poorly on this patch three nights ago and the High Bees are on a good run of form with four successive wins hoisting them up to third place and a victory for them would open up a five point advantage over nearest challengers St Mirren good atmosphere here by the way over 2,000 Hibs fans through here which is uh, very good for a, a Tuesday evening let's run through the teams then uh, Dundee United firstly they are unchanged so it's Ericsson in goals Smith, Edwards and McMahon the back three with Freeman and Behic uh, the wing backs midfield Sibold, McGrath and Levitt with Middleton and Watt up top the substitutes uh, Birgitti, uh, Graham, Niskanen Pollitt, Meekinson, uh, Anaku, Harks, Kujo and Thompson no great surprise that Hibs are also unchanged it's a clear case from both managers of if it ain't broken don't fix it Marshall in goals across the back Cadden, Porteous, Hanlon and Cabraja Kenna is the sitting midfielder further forward we have Boyle, Campbell, Newell and Ewan with Kukarevic leading the line for the Highbies whose substitutes this evening are Schofield, McGuinness, Tavares, Stevenson, Henderson, Melkerson, McCurdy, McGregor and Fish and your match referee here at Tannadice it's Ewan Anderson did you expect to be coming in here uh, and re reacting to uh, such a convincing Dundee United win when you headed off for the Yoker Ferry wow. on Saturday <laughs> night when Gordon Dale dropped you off and wished you on your way? Yeah, um, did you expect that result? No, that was an incredible result. Um, just, uh, like, it went against everything that we've seen already this season. Aberdeen look a, a decent side with a, a good squad <laughs> scoring goals and United, well, look the opposite of that. And look about your shambles at the back, but it's the sort of sort of result William Fox needed just to kickstart something. If he can follow that up again with a result against Hibs, then I mean he's doing not too badly. You know, Hibs sitting third on the table, where Aberdeen sitting about fourth or third before the weekend, something like that. So two good scouts for him. He kickstart his managerial career. Another good result tonight can get him off the bottom of the table. That's uh, the most important thing, is it? Mark, right? Well, yeah, the goal difference, yeah, yeah, goal difference. So, um, I, I'm the same as Mark. Couldn't believe when I got into the house and I, I seen the score. Um, so terrific mm. for Liam Fox, terrific for Dundee United. But they've got to carry that on against a Hibs team. You've got to see the, some decent form. Well, they're the informed team in the league. Yeah. If you're looking at consecutive wins, no one apart from Hibs has four wins on the bounce. Did they playing against ten men, though, did, didn't did they? Didn't even see that they coming a few weeks ago. 
No, because remember Lee Johnson, you know, he was getting some criticism. He was even getting criticism because he was winning games in the last minute or getting equalizers in the last minute and things would slowly catch up with him. But things are slowly coming together nicely for Hibs when you look at that squad. It's good balance in there. Um, they'll fancy their chances still going to Tanadice, even though United Portis for a hat-trick tonight. Uh, by the way, Portis no Mazzi scores a high. Three in a row he's going for. Mm-hmm. Jurgen Klopp is speaking in Glasgow right now so we'll try and bring you some of that a bit later on in the show it's the beauty of these extended shows for us we're here until 11 o'clock tonight so uh, we're going to keep building up to Celtic Leipzig of course we will preview Rangers Liverpool we'll take you through the action in the east end of Glasgow keep an eye on what's happening at Hamden as well and the open line will be here a late one Uh, that doesn't mean you can get away with saying bad words Gordon Deal same rules apply but we will be on the open line 10 until 11 uh, after the game finishes I just I can't really concentrate on the rest of the show after hearing him getting caught singing in one of the studios. Remember? Don't you wish your boyfriend and wife so had uh, me. never going to get uh, What the listeners that. don't understand is he, he often breaks into little things like that. You've described it yeah, before. Yeah, he always gets, that he the, gets the words wrong. wrong. Yeah, but that's him in a nutshell. But he was in he was in one of the studios. <laughs> he was recording something for Bowie at breakfast and the mic was left on. It could have been worse. Imagine oh. he taking a phone call. Oh, oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been worse. I, I like the I like the the early ones that he can't even read. What you know? Put in front of him. Off. That's <laughs> what he never wore. Those ones. And that's a wrap. Join was even even better. Oh no! Don't play that. See please. after that last one with you singing. George yeah. Bowie got straight in touch. No, Bowie. and he's gone off and he's created a mega mix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of Gordon DL featuring the Pussycat Dolls like you've never heard them be before. Played in clubs all over Scotland. Don't you wish your boyfriend was hot like me? Don't you wish your boyfriend was hot like me? Don't you? Don't you? People being sick all over the a country show. at the thought of that. By the way, just I'm, when you thought we couldn't get any worse. I never thought I could ever take we a are red scraping the uh, bottom uh, no. of the bar. That's so bad. So bad. The good uh, news is we're going to go to Celtic Park next and build up to kick off. This is Celtic versus RB Leipzig. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here Switzerland women have taken the lead against Wales Which is not good news for Scotland So now pinning the hopes on a Portugal um, Winner in that game For Scotland to then go and win tonight And hopefully get to the World Cup But we've got also that big game in the east end of Glasgow And it's getting ever closer Andrew McLean Yeah it is getting ever closer The crowd is filling up here The Leipzig fans are making a lot of noise At Celtic Park as well And you know what I think we can expect goals from this game as well Because you know Celtic they always have that same approach They always go for it They're relentless Create as many chances as possible Even if they haven't been as clinical In the past few weeks And you wondered whether it might be a more reserved midfield From Celtic than it was at the weekend But that's not the case at all We'll see Matt O'Reilly tasked with continuing that Callum McGregor role Naturally you think of him as more of an attacking player But he was 
was doing pre-match media duties yesterday and he was saying that he's played as more of a holding midfielder in his younger years as well. A place in midfield for Sead Haksibanovic as well, who I thought impressed in that role on Saturday. Traditionally, he's more of a winger, but he picked out some good through balls. He drifted out to the right at times and caused some real problems, especially in the lead-up to Celtic's opening goal as well. But Leipzig just have so much attacking talent. I was speaking to a media colleague alongside me during the break who covers a lot of German football, and he says they tend to play better when teams you know, come up against them and have a go at them. They drew with Mainz at the weekend, who sat in and they struggled, but they're so quick on the counter-attack, and you know, if you give them opportunities and you are open against them, the likes of Christopher and Kunku, the likes of Andre Silva, there's a good chance they will take those opportunities, but it's a game Celtic really could do with winning. They need to add to that one point that they've got from their opening three games, but I can't imagine it's going to be a, a straightforward night here at Celtic Park. Yeah, absolutely. Just the reminders of the, the teams. No, in fact, don't. We'll do that in the, the build up to kick off. We'll go back and we'll, we'll get the full atmosphere with the noise, the Champions League music, all the rest of it. Um, interesting, though. Sit in against Leipzig gives you a better mm. chance, according to Andrew's German football pal. Maybe Mark Wilson's on to something. Yeah, he's a wee face lit up there. Um, punching the air, shouting, I was correct. It's just not the way Postacoglu's got to play, especially at home, Gordon. He doesn't play it away from home. He certainly ain't going to be defensive at home. I know Mark's saying it's maybe not defensive, but it just gives a bit of protection to the back four. I think we'll get well, I think we'll get a lot of goals here tonight. Uh, I think we'll get attacking football. Let's bring in Peter, who's a Celtic fan. What are you thinking about tonight's game, Peter? I'm pretty confident. First of all, thank you. Thank you for having me on the panel, uh, Gordon, Gordon and Mark. Pleasure. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, yeah, always confident. Uh, Celtic Park, big crowd. Um, keep it tight at the back, and we've got to start taking these chances. Do the Celtic team keep it tight at the back in Europe? That's the great debate that the guys were having earlier, Peter. Well, you know, it's, I think we're I think we're in for a high-scoring game. Possibly, I think we've got to score more goals than them. They can't guarantee that we're going to keep it tight at the back, um, but. We'll have to wait and see. The first goal is going to be really vital tonight for the crowd and for the general confidence of the team. In terms of the team that, that was picked, Peter, are you, any complaints with that, given who was out, who was available? Is that who you who you would have picked? No, attack, attack. I'd go with that. That brings me on to my earlier point. Can I just make my earlier of course, point? You carry on. Yeah. Okay. Um, for, you know, I'm a huge Celtic fan. I watched. I've watched Mark play. When he played for Celtic, you know, brilliant player, Mark. You know, so totally respect. I just want to make a wee point on something uh, on a call, a previous caller just before the competition, uh, who was waxing. He was waxing lyrical. The, the caller was waxing lyrical about the Ange philosophy, and and you know, I I I totally agree with him. I think Mark was was making the the issue that you know the philosophy isn't really working. And it might not work long term, but I just want to take a wee bit of an issue with that because I think that, you know, if you look at the stats, we've only lost one league game in, in the last 12 months. And if you look at the Champions League, it's not as if we've been outplayed. It's not as if we're sitting back defending for 90 minutes. We're giving it our best and see on another day, we could have been sitting second, first or second in this group if we had taken our chances. So the point that I want to make really is the Ange philosophy is working. We've got to be a wee bit patient. I think it is a two, a two to three. Ange has always said that it's a two to three year work in progress. 
And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. I just think that we've got to stick with the big man. And uh, all res- total due respect to Mark. Um, you know, I respect his points, but um, I, I, think, I, think we're, I think we're well on track. Do we make it that, Mark? Listen, CAP, look, to be fair to Peter, I agree with him. Domestically, no problem with the way Celtic play. Not one problem at all. I agree with him in terms of this season, the Champions League. Celtic have created chances They have been attracted games of football to watch I suppose I'm looking at the bigger picture Since Hans Postacoglu's came in in Europe Where they've conceded a lot of goals And at any level of football To have success And Hans Postacoglu will want success in European football You have to stop conceding goals Unless you've got I think we chatted about it last week a £30 million pound or a £60 million pound Haaland up front who will score you most chances, you're always going to be in trouble. And I'm not even talking about the big guns. I'm not talking about Real Madrid. I'm talking about Bodo Glimp. I'm talking about Betis even, Leverkusen, all these teams that have came to Celtic Park and won at ease when you play Sotom. Now, look, tonight may be different. Celtic... Somebody says early on, maybe it was Peter there actually. If Celtic get the goals at the right time and score first, the first goal is all important. It obviously breeds confidence, you get a second, and the game has a different outlook. As if you miss chance after chance, and we were just watching reruns of last week's game, and Leipzig are mm-hmm. promoting four and five players forward, and you've got one guy holding the midfield. It's an impossible mm-hmm. task. I'm just worried because I know that. You were fragile with it earlier. Someone's going to pick you up on the fact that Celtic beat Betis in Glasgow. So just yes, yes. take him on. Okay, like, let's let's okay. let's keep it in check. Peter, thank you. You will be the last caller before kick off, which is a nice accolade. If Celtic gone and win it, uh, you're the one that gave the final pep talk. By the way, that Switzerland goal was disallowed. Uh, in the Wales game to impact Scotland's World Cup chances. Anyway, I'm not sure that clears much up at the moment. We'll go back to Celtic Park next. 